it's time for the best coverage of the top stories in sports. The Sports Wrap with Jason Page starts now. And it starts with big injury news in the NBA. 76ers star Joel Embiid suffering a lateral meniscus injury this week in a game against the Warriors. Sirius XM NBA Radio's Justin Termini joined us this week to talk about how he would handle the injury. I'd be as cautious as possible because you can contend for a championship this year. I think they're good enough. I think they're one of the four best teams in the NBA. You got Boston, who's very fickle because they rely on the three. So if you catch them on a cold week, you can certainly beat them. I think they're better than the Milwaukee Bucks. So I think it's Philadelphia. I think it's Boston in the Eastern Conference. I think it's Denver, and I think it's the Clippers in the Western Conference. Again, that could change at the trade deadline, but you got a realistic shot of winning an NBA championship. Embiid's playing at this level, even though apparently he's been dealing with a sore knee throughout the course of the year. So you get him healthy. You don't worry about the MVP, which 65-game rule or not, you're not going to win it anyway because 65 games, even if he reaches, that is not enough in my estimation to get the award. So you get him healthy for the postseason uh, and you make a run there. The one, I guess, concern is the seeding because you're the fourth or the fifth seed, which you are right now. You're going to have to face Boston in the second round. You're going to have to be on the road a lot in the postseason. You want to get at least one or two series at home on your way to a championship. But, yeah, I would make sure that he's healthy and shut him down as long as I need to. But, JT, here's the thing. I don't know if you can even worry about seeding at this point. If it's just, to me... You're going to make the playoffs with or without him for the for the remainder of the regular season. I think you just rest him as long as you need to to get as much shelf life out of him in the postseason as you can and just say, look, I don't care where we're seated. We'll take our chances that we can win from a seventh or a sixth or a fifth, wherever it may be. But just make sure you have him as healthy as possible. Is there anything wrong with that? No, that's 100% correct. So, like, and I think I was alluding to that, saying the same thing, basically, is one is his health, two is the seeding, and then three is like any individual type of award. That's the order that I would approach it if I was Philadelphia. What do do you say to those who kind of point to the fact that he might, he maybe he shouldn't have been playing over these last few games, that there was pressure because of the 65 game rule? Did the Sixers screw this up? Well, yeah, I mean, maybe it's on the Sixers then because tell me how, like, the doctors step in and tell them he can't play against Denver, but then a couple of days later, they allow him to go out there and play looking like he did. So you're telling me that he's like, I feel the pressure now, but I didn't feel it against Denver. If he couldn't have played against Denver and you kept him off national television and you knew he was going to get hammered, like, I wasn't going to hammer him for not playing against Golden State. I would have said, all right, well, now there's some real legitimacy to this injury, whereas before maybe I was questioning how hurt really is he sitting out this Denver game so like that's on the uh, that's on the doctors there in Philadelphia where you know you're told that they have the final say that MB really can't say anything about it if the doctors tell him he can't play so where the hell were the doctors against uh, against Golden State that night um you kind of hurt my feelings when you were talking about the top teams in the east and you didn't mention my Knicks I mean come on man you're killing me. Where? What What about my Knicks? They're playing the best basketball of anybody in all the league right now. Jalen Brunson balling, yeah. get his first all-star appearance. He scores 40 on Thursday night and a win against the Halliburton-less Pacers. 
Come on, give my Knicks some love, man. I, I agree. I mean, d- d- defensively, uh, they're well-rounded. Offensively, uh, I think they play like the right way where they don't rely on the three like Boston does, so maybe they can be a little bit more consistent. Now, I'll go back to the same thing that's being said over the last couple of weeks, and I've said it myself. I'm a huge Brunson fan. I thought he should have been starting here in the All-Star game. I have an argument with Eddie on my show, Eddie Johnson, about who the best Nick is. He says it's Randall. I say it's Brunson. Oh, it's Brunson. So, yeah, You're right. I 100% agree. So I, the, the point is, I'm setting it up to say this. Huge Brunson guy, you still don't win a championship with a guy that size as the best player on your team. It's happened one time in NBA history with Isaiah Thomas. You want to say maybe it's happened twice with Steph Curry. Curry's a little bit bigger, plus he's an anomaly. He plays a different way. But a guy that plays that style that Brunson does at his size, one time NBA history, that's uh, that's Isaiah Thomas. So you can't win a championship like that, in my estimation. But can you make a deep run? Can you be exciting? Are you the best Knicks team that we've seen since the the 90s? Absolutely, 100% yes. Do the Knicks make a deal, JT, here before the deadline with Randall only being out maybe two to three weeks they're talking about with the shoulder injury? Are we talking about the Knicks making a deal, maybe adding some depth at the deadline? Well, they have this Fournier contract that they need to move, and that's the reason they've hung on to him, even though they don't play him, which has bothered him. Uh, so that's something that they have one more week to use, and then they really can't use it after that in order to make any type of deal. So they use that, and that's the other thing that's good about the Knicks is you line them up against the other four teams that I think people would say, or the other three teams that people would say are contenders in the Eastern Conference, right? The Celtics, the Sixers, and the Bucks. Who's got the most to deal? New York's got more to deal than any of those teams in order to improve. Then it's Philadelphia, then it's Boston, then it's Milwaukee, right? So that's the tough part for the Bucks is they might be the worst of those four teams right now because they can't defend anything. Like, I like the Knicks better than the Bucks, but the Bucks can't improve because they don't have the assets to do so. The Knicks have the assets more than anybody. Philadelphia has some assets. The Boston's, uh, the Celtics still have two first-round picks they can deal. Milwaukee's got nothing. What do you make? Uh, I got about a minute here. What do you make of the of the deal yesterday with the with the Rockets um, dealing with the Grizzlies? Adams to the Rockets, Oladipo to Memphis. I kind of admire the fact that Memphis hasn't just mailed it in this season, despite the injury to John Morant. Yeah, and I think what that is about more, though, is next season is they're going to look to to clear some cap space so they can make a run maybe at a free agent, even though you typically don't sign guys in Memphis. Uh, I think it's all about, like, setting up the future for, for the Grizzlies. Yeah, it certainly is. And look, I mean, you know, Adam's sort of a veteran at this stage of his career. Maybe he could be to the Rockets what he was to Memphis and sort of being a mentor there. Yeah, no doubt, and uh, he adds a little bit more muscle to, to them compared to, like, Shingun, who's a, a little bit more of a finesse guy, but one of my favorite players in the sport. All right, let's shift gears to the NFL. Gambling in Vegas? I'm shocked, except the NBA doesn't want their players gambling in Vegas during Super Bowl week. That's next. Hi, friends. Richard Karn here. Now, I'm known as the guy who can fix just about anything, but... Technology in most appliances requires very special training to fix. My point is, even I know when I've met my match, and that's why my family has Choice Home Warranty. So we won't get stuck with high-priced repairs. Choice Home Warranty covers over 25 major home systems and appliances. That's your AC, heating, plumbing, kitchen and laundry appliances, and so much more. Imagine for less than a cup of coffee a day, Choice Home Warranty can help protect you from expensive major system and appliance breakdowns that your homeowner's insurance doesn't cover. 
but you have to call now before it's too late. Every homeowner should have Choice Home Warranty. Your homeowner's insurance is not going to cover your appliances. Washing machine, dryer, refrigerator, air condition. If I had any issues arise, they were able to take care of it immediately. Now, homeowner's insurance won't protect you when your home's major systems and appliances break down due to normal wear and tear. But Choice Home Warranty will. They can help cover repairs and replacements. Choice Home Warranty is the best warranty we've ever used. It would save you so much money in the long run. Hey, I'm not the only one raving about Choice Home Warranty. They were named a Best Home Warranty Company and Best Claim Service by U.S. News 360 Reviews. Call Choice Home Warranty now and get access to a nationwide network of over 15,000 technicians and the latest appointment setting technology so you'll know when they're on their way. If I have an issue with an appliance or something around the house, I just call up Choice Home Warranty and I don't have to worry about that. So... Do what this old DIYer did and call Choice Home Warranty now before something breaks down. Tell them I sent you and get your first month free. Call Choice Home Warranty before it's too late and get protection for your heating, AC, plumbing, kitchen and laundry appliances and more. Call for your free quote today. Call in the next five minutes and get your first month free. 800-491-5032. 800-491-5032. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Call the number on your screen today. It's a free call. Welcome back to the show. The NFL announced this week its plans for the Super Bowl when it came to players coming into town and what they're allowed to do and not to do as it relates to gambling. They don't want them gambling, at least not on sports. It's something Sam Yarnell and I discussed on Sports Wrap this week. Take a listen. So I think the guys, so the guys who aren't playing the game can go play table games. They can go do oh, regular okay. casino okay. stuff. They just can't do normal sports gambling that they'd be allowed to do in season or otherwise, right? So no NFL player can ever gamble on an NFL game. Shout out Keyshawn Boutte. We just learned that, <laughs> right? Apparently, again. Yeah. Uh, no NFL player ever going to be allowed to gamble on an NFL game. Uh, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. But, it, you know, that kind of that kind of stature, right? They can gamble on other sports. Right? If I'm Gardner Minshew and on a random Thursday after practice... I think Steph and the Warriors uh, and Wemby and the Spurs are both going to cover the number, and I want to parlay those two together and bet it as long as I'm not actively at work at the NFL facility if I'm sitting on Gardner Minshew's couch, because I'm Gardner Minshew in this hypothetical, remember? Yeah. Okay. That's totally fine. That's totally allowed. Normally, during week seven, during week 22, Super Bowl week, the NFL has said, no, 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 we will not let you walk into casinos <laughs> and place these sports wagers. No matter how, how much you want to win, how much you want to gamble, how much you want to make for these companies that we partner with, it, it's ridiculous to me. It, it It's nonsensical. I don't understand. I'm frustrated with it. I, I understand. Be glad you're not one of those players. And you can go to Vegas and you will be in Vegas. 
and you will probably be living under a bridge by the time you get back from Vegas with all the betting you plan to do. Will you, will Amen, you play? Brother. Will you play anything other? Will you do anything other than gamble on sports? Do you have a table game of choice? No. So I, I'm very inexperienced with the table games. Aww, uh, I know how so to play cute. blackjack. I don't know I'm how not, to play the game. I'm not good at it. Aww. I have one experience playing real life blackjack. It lasted two hands. Craps is my uh, craps I, is my weakness. I'm, I don't understand yeah. how that one works. Don't learn when you don't throw learn. the dice. Yep, don't learn. Don't learn. Just don't learn. That's the best advice I can give you. Uh, speaking of gambling, um, 60 Minutes putting out a, a big piece. You alerted me to this, talking about the perils of problem gambling and this idea, and I've talked about this ad nauseum uh, in the past, that we are creating, I feel like, a, a generation of, of problem gamblers with the legalization of sports betting. And you could say all you want at the end of a commercial in really fast language that uh, if you have a problem gambling, nobody's hearing that. Nobody's hearing how to get help if there's if they're a problem gambler. Nobody's hearing that. All they're hearing is $200 in free bets when you put $5 into an account and you bet on sports. That's what they're hearing. Right. You're exactly right. So this is a nuanced conversation it that is. we'll have over the course of the weeks mm. that C uh, that yes. CBS puts out this series because it's multiple weeks long. I think that there are a couple of things to understand baseline. Problem gambling is a huge factor in addiction in America. It an addiction is a disease, right? It is not something to mess around with. It is not something that those of us who come on TV every day uh, and talk about what bets we're placing or what bets we like advocate for in any sense of the fashion, right? Uh, you know, I personally have signed a contract with the American Gambling Association that says that I will promote responsible gambling whenever I go on air and talk about gambling. I think that responsible gambling is how you would get the most out of gambling, no matter what kind of way you're doing it, whether it's table games, sports gambling, what have you. It's the most important part of gambling and what keeps it fun. All that said... There are very certain parts of the sports gambling culture in America that I can just feel are going to be left out of this piece and very real changes that could be made that would do the things that this CBS piece will allude to in, I believe, different ways than it will allude to it, right? We could, like Jason mentioned commercials, right? We could eradicate commercials just like Europe does with pharmaceutical commercials. Or, smoking, America's, or smoking. You don't see commercials the, for smoking. Exactly. You don't you haven't had Newport commercials since what, 1985? Yeah. Uh it's that kind of thing. In in drinking commercials, you aren't allowed to see people drinking. Correct. We have laws against these kinds of things. We can make them more extensive and turn them into gambling. Another thing they could do, stop promoting always winning at your sports book. Losing is just as big, if not a bigger part of sports gambling than winning is or will ever be. And third of all, we, we've got to stop acting like these books aren't promoting bets that are juiced because they know that they hold upwards of 20% on these categories. It's wild to me that they've gotten away with this propaganda for as long as they have, and the gamblers are the ones that continue to get attacked. On the other side, Andy Mills of Deadspin joins me to talk about fat shaming of one of the NFL's biggest stars. You won't believe it. It's next.
Welcome back to the program. Odds and Ends is about 10 minutes away. We're going to talk about fat shaming and the fat shaming of a very prominent NFL star. The guy's name is Patrick Mahomes, and it took place after last weekend's AFC Championship game. Andy Mills of Deadspin takes it from there. Yeah, so Inside the NFL, which airs on the CW, who knew, uh, was showing this. Uh, I didn't even know the CW was still a channel, but uh, the they were airing Inside the NFL, and it was inside the Chiefs locker room, and Patrick Mahomes had his shirt off, and he was cheering everybody on, and social media started screenshotting this particular moment because his belly looked soft and then all the jokes started rolling in. And that's when I got ticked off. I was like, this is, he's actually got the perfect male body. It looks good. And also Tom Brady was never a sculpture. No one ever said anything about that. Uh, Jameis Winston, even Mac uh, Jones, no. the quarterback for the Patriots is doughy. Yeah. Uh, and also like, you know, look around America right now and looking at myself right now. It's January. Uh, we slow down, we eat more, we lay in bed and eat mashed potatoes. We're going to get soft. He's allowed to do it too. It's okay. So yeah, I got ticked off and all these people on Twitter need to, take a long look in the mirror and realize that actually Patrick Mahomes is a, is a, has a peak male body, actually. It's projection, isn't it? And we're, yeah. all, we're all projecting. Yeah, I make fun of everybody. I, I mean, look, doing what I do for a living, doing what you do, we're always making fun of something. But in, in reality, we're just projecting, aren't we? We're just projecting our own feelings on the world. Yeah, 100%. These people need to, like, it, it, take a moment, look inward, actually stop. <laughs> That's why I got off Twitter. It's like it, it, everybody's projecting. It's like, it's your fault. You're bad. You're bad. You're bad. You're bad. Everything sucks. And it's like, um, no, dude, you suck. You're the one with the soft middle. You're the one that doesn't like yourself. And it's like, actually, you know, pour some positivity into your own self and your own self-image take care of yourself leave Patrick alone he's one of the top quarterbacks in the history of the game he's a two-time Super Bowl champion he's an MVP he's changed the way people play defense in the NFL because of the way that he moves around the field and he does that with that body yeah okay I know isn't it kind of amazing that with that body he's still able to shove off defenders he's still able to escape tackles from guys that want to kill him I mean, it's pretty impressive when you think about it with the body that we're looking at on the screen right now. He's able to do that. Yeah, I mean, the, the it goes to show that the that Hollywood has created this illusion of what like peak male form is, like Brad Pitt or Chris Pratt or whatever. It's like the, that those guys are starving themselves, and if you ask them <laughs> to run around a football field, I guarantee you they'd get smashed. Yeah, and so. Patrick Mahomes is is a is, has the peak athletic form. We see him do it week in and week out, and he's got a soft middle. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to have a little bit of softness around the middle. And I I praise him for taking his shirt off, knowing cameras in the are in the room. That's a guy who loves himself. He knows that he's great, 
And yeah, but good job, Patrick. He had a good sense of humor about it too. I mean, people were fired out. He's just like, look, I've got kids now. You know, wow, people are rough. He had a good sense of humor about it. In this day and age where Luka Doncic, for example, for the Dallas Mavericks, gets crushed about his body all the time. And just this past week, he went after a reporter for pointing out that the fans were making fun of his weight, saying he should get on a treadmill. He should take a page from Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, own own it, own it. Uh, the Luca is an amazing athlete. I love that guy. I love watching him play. I don't, and uh, Jokic too. Jokic yes. is kind of soft as and well. Jokic doesn't and care. Like, yeah, yeah, and they are dominating these little skinny minis in the NBA. They are destroying them. They're embarrassing them, and. So maybe these people that are that are are yelling at them should should you know rethink the way that they're uh, judging these players and 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 Lucas maybe maybe what Lucas should do is just be like you know what I am big I am soft and I'm beautiful <laughs> maybe maybe my Starbucks habit is why I'm I'm so doughy I don't know maybe it's maybe it's all of that I don't know yeah I don't know do you, do you eat late at night. <laughs> I eat at all hours of the day. I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate against uh, against what time of day what time of day it is. I'll eat at any time of day. I'm trying now with doing more television and especially kind of strictly moving to television. I am a lot more self conscious about uh, my body and my weight and and what I'm putting in it. But it is what it is, man. The days yes. of having to be tan and buff and beautiful to be on TV those days are done. Odds and Ends is right around the corner, including in that a farewell to one of the beloved icons of sports movies. My dad's name was David. He always talked about getting life insurance, and now it's too late. No one was expecting my husband, Dave, to suffer from a heart attack. We didn't have life insurance. We thought we had more time. Don't be Dave. And don't wait until it's too late to get the life insurance coverage you need. And if you don't have enough insurance to cover funeral costs, credit card debt, and other expenses, your family is going to get stuck with the bill. Call now to get affordable life insurance. Just call. 800-846-3166. If you're over 50, you can't be turned down for this insurance regardless of your health. Plus, There's no medical exam, no health questions. Your rate will never go up. Your coverage will never go down. And rates start as low as $5 a week. Remember, don't be Dave. Call now. Call now. 800-846-3166. Before we say goodbye on this weekend's show, time for some odds and ends. Uh, and truly edition of Odds and Ends. Amit Patel, the Jacksonville Jaguars and FanDuel Sportsbook. What do the three have in common? Well, Amit Patel worked for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was a mid-level finance guy. He robbed $20 million from the Jacksonville Jaguars over the course of a few years and spent it on FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, I guess he didn't do very well. He also spent a million dollars with DraftKings And that's just a drop in the bucket compared to what he spent with FanDuel. Now the Jacksonville Jaguars are asking FanDuel to make them whole, saying, hey, he spent $20 million stolen dollars on your sportsbook. How about giving us back some of it? Uh, For its part, 
FanDuel is saying, uh, not really. There is talk potentially of a settlement between the two sides, but we'll have to wait and see. Last but certainly not least, uh, the world lost an icon of television and movies. Carl Weathers, who starred in the Rocky movies, also you might remember him from Happy Gilmore, most recently The Mandalorian. He has passed away at the age of 76, according to his family, dying peacefully on Thursday. I remember watching Carl Weathers my whole life growing up. Uh, I loved him in the Rocky movies. Rocky Four, by the way, is my favorite. Sadly, it's the one where he passed away in the movie. Uh, but had been acting up until recently, and a lot of people don't realize Carl Weathers was also an NFL player, a linebacker, played in the league. Something to keep in mind. Carl Weathers was 76. And that's how we wrap up this edition of Sports Wrap. I'm Jason Page. Catch us during the week or just check us out here on the weekends or subscribe to the podcast. That's the Sports Wrap.